0: Trigger warning The Resilience Project provides an open space for people to share their personal experiences. Some content in this podcast may include topics that you may find difficult. The listener's discretion is advised. Hello, friends. Welcome to Radical Resilience, a weekly show where I, Blair Kaplan Venables, have inspirational conversations with people who have survived life's most challenging times. We all have the ability to be resilient and bounce forward from a difficult experience. And these conversations prove just that. Get ready to dive into these life-changing moments while strengthening your resilience muscle and getting raw and real. Hello, my resilient friends. It's me, Blair Kaplan Venables, and we're back with another episode of Radical Resilience. So in preparation for today's episode, I dove into the archives and found an interview I did with someone extremely special in April 2020. And so at the the summer of 2019, I was in a car accident. And (laughs) the car accident was on the way home from my grandfather's funeral. And what happened was a car stopped on the highway, um, they flew in from overseas and someone flashed on their signals to warn of a cop ahead. And the car ahead of us didn't know what that meant. And they slammed on the brakes and they stopped in the middle of the highway. And Shane and I couldn't stop in time. And we hit them. So the airbags didn't go off, but I was sleeping. So I got a whiplash concussion. And um, the next month I was going to Ontario for Dovetail Camp, which is like a woman's entrepreneur weekend. It was really lovely. And I met amazing women from all over, including this one and only Nalini. But Nalini and I didn't really connect there. We didn't really connect till after the weekend. We connected online. We started to develop this really beautiful like pen pal friendship. I'd say Zoom pal friendship. We were meeting once a week and I got to know her and she was just, so there's something about her. She is so phenomenal. She is a good human, you know, an, inam- an inam- imminent, an <laughs> imminent. In a minute, I was going to say, an imminent humanitarian crisis in Afghanistan spiked her moral imperative to get involved and everything went on pause. She had to commit to helping. And so that's just that's just who she is. And she is the owner of Alyssa Consulting. She's done amazing things. She is someone who really does turn pain into purpose. And I invite you to enjoy the interview I had with her at the beginning of the pandemic. While she was sitting in her apartment, eating garlic, (laughs) because that's all got, that's all that was left at the grocery store that got delivered to her. And I was in Pemberton. And, you know, I, I look forward to the time when her and I can connect again in person and this time connect with intention. But until then, I invite you into the world of Nelani. So I'm here with uh, Nelanie and um, what's really cool is I'm uh, in Pemberton, British Columbia, west coast of Canada, and you are in New York City, in
1: Manhattan, <laughs> downtown on the east side, looking out at the East River out there.
0: Um, yep, crazy! It, it's just technology is so great how we could just, you know, we just caught up for twenty minutes. Wow, twenty minutes! We should do this more often. Um, but you know, I I think. It's really awesome that we have this technology to be able to have this chat and to share our knowledge and wisdom and wise words um, with the I'm Resilient community. So, Nalani Sixena, did I do it right? Sixena. Sixena is a strategist and executive advisor, plus, she's the founder and CEO of Illicit Consulting. She helps entrepreneurs, individuals, and organizations break through obstacles and reveal their. Um, their talents, express their strengths, and achieve inspiring success. Her client list ranges from top tier global financial institutions to Shark Tank contestants. Oof, I I love Shark Tank. (laughs) Um, As a robust generalist, um, she provides guidance and implementation on business strategy, financial strategy, leadership direction, management development, and communication. She has positioned small businesses to multiply their revenue by overhauling their approach to managing their business and finances. Wow, I'm so honored that you're taking the time to connect with me. How are you doing? What's going on?
1: Thank you for speaking with me, Blair. Um, I am doing okay, thankfully. Um, I think that uh, this entire experience uh, has really made me so, so extra appreciative of the interconnectedness, the interdependence um, amongst all people, all places that we are, all the kinds of work that we do, and um, I'm living in, in the heart of it all here in New York, and i um, very thankful for our, our state leadership, um, very thankful for um, everything, all these people who are making just incredible, incredible sacrifices. Um, and so as much as it's easy to feel frustrated, why am I still home, why am I still you know, unable to actually go out there and, and live my life. Um, you know, that, that frustration gets very quickly tempered when you just pause and you realize second, there are all these people who are holding me up, all these systems and infrastructures that are holding me up, that are making it possible for me to wake up and get up and eat and move
0: through my day, have internet, move through my day. I love that. So for you, like, you know, we were just catching up and you, you know, you don't really leave your apartment. You were just saying even with groceries, like they deliver groceries and then you have to wait three hours to open your door. (laughs) Your most recent delivery was garlic, which is delicious, especially paired with other groceries. Um, But you know, you seem like you're just from our conversation, like there is a lot of darkness around, but you are able to see a bit of the positive, like positive side of things. And you, you have, the ability to still smile, which is beautiful. What tips and tools do you think are helping you right now?
1: So I think having perspective is the best gift that I can give to myself right now, right? I could I could very easily get frustrated that, you know, I can't find a, a grocery delivery window, and then when I do, Out of $300 worth of groceries, I get garlic that shows up at my door. Um, But, you know, I I could very easily, you know, get hung up on something like that. But I think the best gift I can give myself is perspective, right? Yes, I can't visit my older parents who are going through their own uh, medical challenges, uh, but luckily they're safe and at home, not on wood at the moment. Um, So there's that perspective. Yes, I can't get up and go out to the gym, but apparently, Blair, I
0: need to learn
1: how to do at-home workout videos. And well, you just got to
0: squat and eat pasta at the same time. Yeah, you know, Apparently. Like pasta squats. <laughs> apparently. I got this
1: great um, elliptical. It's like an armless elliptical from Target, I don't know, five or ten years ago. It has never gotten as much use uh, as it has in the last month and a half. Um, I'm I'm on it, and I'm watching Governor Cuomo's daily press briefing. <laughs> that's that, that's my new routine. Um, but anyway, it's it's a matter of perspective, and I think that is the literally the best thing I can do for my mental health right now, and the best thing that I can do in order to be able to continue to show up for my clients, continue to show up for my parents, my community, etc. Um, I literally have a really hot here on my wall. Um, I call it my COVID nineteen perspective shift. Um and I can literally like show you a little piece of it. Oh, it's, like, Wow. <laughs> organized. You're organized. <laughs> and made there. But um that's one thing. Another is um breathing, deep breathing. Um, I don't know about you, but I've been a fan of mindfulness and meditation for a very long time. And so whether it's my go-to uh app, which is Happy Not Perfect, um I I toss uh, amongst all of them, but that's my my current go-to, or whether it's um, just like listening to something that is uplifting. Sarah Blakely has very often um, cited uh, listening to Wayne Dyer gave her that inspiration and that that uh, oomph in order to be able to take off and uh, and run with her business, despite hearing no and being um, faced with so many challenges. Or um, one client of mine has invited me to do a 21-day Deepak Chopra um, experience with her. Um, Another is doing uh, Zoom, meditation, and healing circles. So I think perspective, breathing, however you want to do the breathing. And then um, journaling. Um, We have this, you know, you've probably had it on your wall for a long time, but Socrates wrote that, the unexamined life is not worth living. And I think these days, especially being in New York, where I am, where we have the numbers, we have the stories, we have the people that we know very near and dear and close to us who are so brutally affected in one way, shape, or form by this virus, it makes you pause. It makes you think about, you know, like how, like how do I really want to evaluate and assess my life? How do I really want to evaluate and assess what I do with my time, with my energy? With my money, with my whatever's left of the money, and um, and with my relationships, and so I think that is that final exercise. So that fourth part would be really looking at I look at time, uh, money slash resources, and relationships, all as energetic exchanges. And so, how can I actually really make sure that I'm I'm feeling very centered in how I'm approaching them. Okay. That's
0: beautiful. That's so, my
1: um,
0: so just to follow up on that, um, you know, staying connected, you just mentioned you have elderly parents. Where are they located and how are you staying connected with them? Because I think a challenge that I've seen is um, sometimes there's a, gener- with the different generations, there's a, there's a technology gap. Mm-hmm. How how are you like staying in touch with your parents? Where are they? Are they in New York? Are they somewhere else in the world?
1: My parents are in New York state. Uh, They're in Eastern Long Island. Um, It would be um, if I were able to drive, do not. um, If I were able to drive um, in the absence of traffic these days, it would probably take me about an hour. Um, But it feels like eons away when I can't go travel, when I can't go, you know, show up there. I'm, afraid to even, you know, put myself at risk to take a, um, a train. Um, I'm asthmatic and that's not invisible. Uh, I mean, and then what would I do Just stand at the end of their driveway? And wave. I have had like fantasies that maybe I will do that at some point just to, just to, um, give them a little assurance if, if they, if they need that. So I'm, I'm mentally prepared to do that one day, but I don't think it makes a lot of sense for me to do it right now.
0: No. So um,
1: how do I stay in touch with them? Um, FaceTime when they can figure out how to answer the call. Um, I get hung up on a lot when I dial via FaceTime. Zoom sometimes if that seems to work. Um, it's, it's hard. Uh, it's hard to have anything that feels like a mimicry of an in-person conversation because of the technology challenge. Um, and because I'm not there to like literally walk, walk them through stuff. I've had moments when I've had my mom on one phone and I've said, okay, go grab my dad's phone. Okay. Now project this up onto Apple TV so I can actually see what you're looking at. And then let me try to walk you through this. It's, I mean, I don't know We spent probably literally days on this. So in the absence of being able to have very easy communication, it's been text, phone calls. I'm probably texting or calling one of my parents every three or four hours
0: oh well, that's great that's a lot of communication You're such it's a lot explorer. of
1: communication it's not as uh, it's not always a substantive that that happens usually nights and weekends yeah but um but that's when I get to hear stories of like family history and I get to hear lessons on spirituality and goodness and lessons from different experiences that they've lived through right you know they've experience other things and they live through hearing stories about world wars, about other global challenges. And it's that's really valuable.
0: That's it's so beautiful. Fun. I think I mean I I've only met you at Dovetail last year. So I've only gotten to know you know, know you since September. And we've really only started connecting more on social media. So I got to, I'm getting to know you more on social. Um, so I'm just assuming from your life that you're normally really busy and you don't really have that time to sit down and learn about your family history. And so that this is this is, this is is the time. This is the time where your parents get to relive memories and share with you all these wonderful stories. And it's probably a really beautiful gift.
1: It is. Uh, it's the best gift. I've, um, I feel like my, my parents have been one of my my priorities for a, an extremely long time. And so I'm, I'm used to pausing everything um, and just being present. Um, being present is really important to me, uh, especially with them, but even otherwise. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been really nice. I have been busy though. I've been, <laughs> my, my days are pretty much 12 to 15 hours on Zoom calls. So I have been extremely busy. Um, but, um, but I, I relish those moments when I'm able to to have them pause and I don't have to worry about, you know, is, is there fresh produce arriving? Is the insulin arriving? Is whatever else actually coming through for them?
0: And, uh, and instead just get it, capture them for a few moments. So, you know, before we wrap up, why don't we talk about like, what does being resilient mean to you? Like what, when I, you know, when I say, you know, you are resilient, which you are indeed, what does that mean?
1: It's just a powerful word. Um, and I want to do it justice. So I think it's so much about, you know, recognizing that whatever we're, we're receiving, whatever we are experiencing, whatever we're able to take up, um, may not be what we had fantasized about, what we had dreamt of, what we had wanted. But still celebrating the win in everything, however little or paltry it might seem, in the you know against our, our vision, um, celebrating each little win, uh, being devoted to doing the absolute best we can, and really getting clear on like you know how is the best way I can show up, what's the best way I can do to show up for Blair today, what's the best way I can do to show up for the the squad call I was on just before this. Or um, the next meeting I'm going to have, and or, or the next role that I'm going to step into, and um, making sure that we're grounded in our values, knowing what those values are, being grounded in them, and finding a way to you know be of service. Like this is the best time in the world for us all to get really shaken, really rattled, and just think like, how am I adding value? How am I being of service? And if we can stick to that knitting, um, the resilience will naturally. I'm talking about this at much longer length another time, but
0: that's, that's what I would give you my snippets that are coming to mind right now. So I think that's great. And we'll wrap up with one final piece of advice for the I'm resilient community. It could be a general piece of life advice. It can be something really um, kind of narrowed down to what's going on right now. Whatever advice you'd feel like you'd like to share.
1: Um, I'm a big fan of journaling. Big fan of um, really looking inwards, as I mentioned before, um, and and searching for those opportunities. Searching for those opportunities to experience uh, joy, that even if it's a tiny little window to to be appreciative, um, and not just to be thankful, but to find a way to demonstrate gratitude um, and give back. Give back in some way. There's always a way to give back. My um, grandmother, who's 99, in India, um, used to tell me when I was a little kid. She would say, "You know, if if you have a piece of bread and you can break that bread in half, you're a rich person. You have more than enough to give. You have more than enough to share." And um, both of my parents lived by that too. And I would my advice would just be like, rather than really easily falling down into this abyss of frustration um, find find an opportunity um, find a way to to share to give and ask for help if that if that is what you need ask for help when you need it
0: I love it. That's lots of advice. That's great. There's, I, th- I think this is just so beautiful and I'm honored that you took the time out of your schedule to chat with me before we started to record this interview um, and for sharing your, your wisdom and your knowledge, you know, with the I'm resilient community, we're growing every day. Our goal is to provide a place for people to share stories, to hear stories, read stories of resilience, to feel inspired to move through their challenges this community was created for you and everyone else. Um, if you want to be a guest, you have some advice you want to share, you have a topic you want me to find someone to speak about, drop it in the comments below. Um, the I Am Resilient Project is a special, a special initiative, and it's like I've been preparing. I've been building up my resilience for years, and I feel like as I have built this community, I'm meeting amazing people like you, like um, Nalani, did I say it right?
1: <laughs>
0: and it's bringing the right people into this community and helping helping the humans of this planet grow and move through their challenges. So, thank you so much for being a guest.
1: Thank you, Blair. You're doing such a great job. I'm so happy to follow you on social as <laughs> well. Um, and I, I think you're doing a, a
0: great great piece of work and, and sharing your story too. That's inspiring. Cool. Thank you so much. And um, I'll share all your links and tag you. You need to check her out. She's doing some awesome work. You know, maybe if you're in New York, you can um, send a messenger pigeon to her window.
1: Please. I am right open window, right? We're waiting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So thank you so much. That's a wrap for another episode of Radical Resilience. Do you feel inspired by this episode? You can subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player and connect with us to join the conversation at IamResilient.info. Remember, it's okay to not be okay. And you, my friend, are resilient. Radical Resilience is a podcast created by The Resilience Project.